everyone. This is Santos. And Freddie Morales. Yes. Why, why do you say your last I should say my last name, too, then. Hey, everybody, this is Santos Medrano. <laughs> yes, because people need to know. It's like, who's this guy? I need a last name. People tell yeah, me, what is true. your last name? Oh, it's Freddie like, Morales. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay, well, this is Santos Medrano. Así, así que bonito, que bonito. Ah, está nice. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy guys. Yeah, well, well, you know what? We wanted to, I know a bunch of you are having a, a special day today. Well, I, I'm hoping because we're, we plan on posting this on Thanksgiving. But we wanted to come on and wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving. You know, we're hoping that you guys stay safe out there, but you enjoy some Yummy, good food. What, um, yes, um, some tamales, some pozole. For me, it's my about. For me, it's my. I call it the family day. <laughs> if you could transfer stuff through the computer, you'd be all. Everybody would be all zooming in. They're like, I okay, know. Imagine, honey. imagine you can download food. That'd be great if you can just download food and it's right there. Hey, I need. <laughs> <laughs> We'd never leave the house, man. <laughs> what, what's your favorite thing to eat in Thanksgiving? Oh, you know what? For me, I got to have turkey and it's the way my mother makes it. And it's a, they have a certain recipe. My grandmother used to make it, but my mom makes a good turkey with uh, stuffing and mashed potatoes. And then, of course, the veggies. Yeah. And then the dessert. Well, you know, I pretty much have like a Mexican Thanksgiving feast. So it's all of the, you know. Oh, the- well, if you're saying a me- more like a Mexican Thanksgiving feast. What desserts do you, so you're not the traditional, like the apple pie, pumpkin pie. What do you guys have? No, we, we throw that in there, you know, we throw okay. that in there. But then there's like, you know, um, what is like, that one? Do you guys those? do buñuelos? I think that's what it's those like, those hard, those hard tortillas that they fry and they put like cinnamon or sugar on them or something like that. Yeah, well, we call them sopapillas. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> People are going to laugh at me. It was like, mira, este dijo sopapillas este güey. <laughs> I've never even heard that. My white, my white folks are probably my friends. Will go, what? What did he say? Sopapillas. Sopapillas. What is that? I want to have some of that sopapillas. <laughs> is that like a soup and a tortilla mix? Oh what no, is it is. It's a it's a flour tortilla that they yeah. fry up, and then they put sugar on it on top of it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, and it's amazing. Oh yeah, so with coffee or you know, dude, we have a lot. It's just a lot. We just us Mexicans. We it's like you know we there's an American fish. We Mexicanize it. We you know we throw the salsa, and that's how we are. We decorate it with more color. Yeah. Ay, qué bonito. <laughs> you guys decorate it with more color. Muy chingón. Oh, lo que tiene so nice. He's like, you know, he's on the. <laughs> oh man, I, I, you know, for me, I love. I'm just very much the when it comes to Thanksgiving, the very traditional. Um, for me, it's pumpkin pie, man. I love mm, pumpkin yeah. pie. Like ever since I, I believe I was four years old is when I fell in love with pumpkin pie because I was in daycare and they had this special event where like they were doing a Thanksgiving, you know, dinner or whatever. And my mom, when when she showed up, they told her, um, "Do not, it, it, you know." Don't force Santos to eat tonight. If he's not hungry or he doesn't want to eat, don't make him eat nothing. And she's like, okay, like why? And they didn't have really food there. But what they were doing is they were giving pumpkin pie to everybody, a slice. And I went up to every single person and asked them, are you going to eat that? Are you going to eat that? And so many people were like, no, and just handed it to me. And I scarfed down like of what I understand the story was probably like two whole pies. And I was a fan ever since then. Dude, I love pumpkin pie. And I'm excited because my kids are going to try pumpkin pie 
that's good. I so I'm hoping pumpkin. they like it because yeah, yeah. you know I love pumpkin pie. That's my thing. And a ham, like I wish my wife she was around so she could tell oh, you about it. But ham. No, yeah. here's the thing though. <laughs> okay, you know how people have the spiral ham where like it's literally that big old slab that you right. no my the ham I love is this one that comes like in this big old can that you open. It's almost like a giant spam or something. Oh my god. I don't know. Are uh, you I, serious? Yeah, I love that ham so much, dude. And my my girl That's mean, like survival ham. <laughs> That's like survival <laughs> aftermath. Destruction, you know, hey, where's that ham, dude? Bring the can, bring it. That's when you bring it out. You My wife makes it. fun of me all the time. Actually, it's funny. funny in man. our that in our memories funny. on Facebook, there's a post about that because she just seems like, Oh, like, what is that? It's you not know, real, I've but I never, love it. I've never had spam. Maybe because my mom, my mom never bought that stuff. She really just, she was just, you know, it's from, from scratch. You know, she would get all the veggies, but I've never had spam. And some yeah. of my friends had it too. I think all my friends had uh, some cans. Or like, what is it? They want some spam? Now, nah, man, I pass it. I'll, I'll have the pickle. <laughs> well, I, 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 I haven't had it in a while, but I do enjoy. What like, is spam, by the way? What is it? Fake ham? I don't know. I just know it's really huge in Hawaii. But it's like a canned ham. I mean, a can. Like it's like it's me. It's a ham. Right. But it's in a can because it's very <laughs> gelatinous, almost. You know. But know. it's I just, good. It doesn't, it doesn't, I, I just I, really? I stopped eating spam because I saw this this report about how they make the spam in the factories and someone had like secret video and a lot of like the 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 <laughs> pigs that were going down the line all had these like um what is that called like like diseases. Um, well yeah they and they were filled with like um almost like giant pimples, you know. So they would pop it, and all you would see all the ooze and everything pouring out, and that's getting made into spam with their pus-filled like pimples all over. Oh, these, like, this is great material for people who are just happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, man, they just ruined my dinner, man. Hey, forget the spam. We're not having it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So I mean, that's what we wanted to do for for those of you listening. You know, we wanted to. Give you guys hey happy Thanksgiving type of message from here, the crew at 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. Cause what we have in store for you is that one of the honestly, I feel the only Thanksgiving movie out there that exists is planes, trains, and automobiles. That and is true. That is true. You almost see that movie on TV during this time right now. Exactly. And and, and it's, it's such a great movie. And I will Oh, my kid's all going crazy. <laughs> Here, drink some water. And with this movie, we it's basically a flashback episode. I originally posted this back in 2014 around, actually, I think it was on Thanksgiving. And we wanted to re-upload it for you guys, but wanted to give you something special to include Freddy uh, with all the stuff we've been doing lately. I mean, we've been having to watch all these films to record for you. We haven't had time for... To watch the movie because Freddie, you you said you've never seen this movie, right? Yeah, I missed this one. I love Steve Martin and uh, John Candy. I just missed this one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I was doing, but uh, I'm actually catching up on those now that I have subscription to YouTube movie. <laughs> they have a whole selection of these '80s, so I'm gonna revisit it during this Thanksgiving. You should honestly, you you should watch it. So it's one of my favorite films to watch of all time. <laughs> 
for those of you, may, maybe you may or have seen Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, but that's what this episode is. It's our, it's our little special Thanksgiving tribute episode with the new intro, wishing you guys a great Thanksgiving. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Like Freddie said, he hasn't really, you know, he's never seen this, but he does plan on seeing it. So by next episode... Well, I'll ask him. I'll ask him what he thought about the film. What you know, what what if he saw the film, so on and so forth. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. It's planes, trains, and automobiles. You guys have a good one. Stay safe out there and get off fat. Have some good food. Poke pie. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go, guys. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. Oh, 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 it's Thanksgiving We, 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 we're gonna have a good time. Oh, 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 it's Thanksgiving We, we, we are Hey guys, uh, welcome back to the 88 Miles Per Hour podcast. Um, you're here with us. Uh, first off, I mean, if you don't know who I am, if you're just tuning in now, I, oh wait, what episode is it? You're like giving me fingers. What is it like? 31. Oh my God, it's the 31th episode. Uh, cool. And like I said, before I was interrupted by Sanchez's hands, you know, pointing at me, giving me signals, I'm Renata. And I don't know who I'm pointing at, but one of you guys introduce yourself next. Uh, Eating me uh, tiny uh, mo. Uh, uh, my name is Mad Max. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> That's and awesome. hey, everybody, I'm Sanch. I'm, uh, it defeats the purpose of me trying to be all sly and be like, here's my fingers. And then she's like, oh, yeah, I'm seeing your fingers. So I'm like, ah, Christ, I should just talk out loud. I love, I love doing that. I love busting his chops. It wasn't really <laughs> busting chops. It just made you look more like, you ever seen, um, what's that movie called? I think it's called Blue Streak, uh, where Martin Lawrence is a cop. He he pretends to be a cop because he he left a diamond in a building that was under construction, and then he asks he when he gets out of jail the oh, building oh yeah, 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 it, yeah. It, it's a police department so he pretends to be a cop. Yeah. No, I never saw it. Oh okay. Well, there's a character in there that Dave Chappelle plays, and where he's that <laughs> character where like when Martin he's like he like Dave Chappelle he's just an idiot like he doesn't figure like what's going on and he's like I'm pretending to be a cop like come on play along and and Chappelle's that character would be like why are you winking your eye what's wrong with your eye like why are you winking <laughs> you know and that's what you're doing you were like I'm like trying to give you signals you're like why are you giving me fingers really wasn't what is a signal <laughs> I would have probably got more with the sound because if I didn't look at you guys I probably would just have kept yeah that's, that's what I'm saying I'm like I should have just said I'm like hey episode 31 but I was thinking like all right she'll figure you know <laughs> there's a three and a one and she's just like what what fingers what, what are you doing what are the fingers <laughs> so that's why it reminds me of that movie. But I mean, to be honest with you, I've been like, I sound totally weird this past week. I've just been so tired. I don't know why. I had to give a speech. Um, well, not a speech, but for my work, I work in an exhibit. And when school groups come in, you have to explain what goes on the exhibit and give Do them you the give rules. tours? Yes, I give tours. Oh, bad. And like, I stand it. Yeah, in a museum. Nice. It's a history museum, and I love history, and I think, and I don't know, I just like working, and it's really cool, really chilled, but I sounded like Chill. I was either just got done smoking pot, or I was, like I said, I was extremely tired, so I gave the speech, and I was like, hey guys, like, yeah, just don't run, or like, <laughs> and it was pretty much just me looking down the entire time, yeah. and like, 
friend that works with me, she was like, you know, you could have just made me do it this time. And I was like, because I'm always doing the speeches because nobody else, everyone feels shy or they just have no energy to do it. And I'm always the perky, bubbly one that's like, yeah, let's do it. Today is a beautiful day in Philadelphia. I'm going to tell you about this exhibit, yeah. you know. But today was just, ter- like, not today. Actually, it was yesterday. Yesterday was terrible. So, it was funny. I've just been out of it all week. But you're all lively now, right? You're all good for today, for this yeah, episode? I, I should be. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Well, I'm going to go into what our episode's about with the question to Renata real quick. But, hey, everyone, this is episode 31. This is our big thanksgiving episode our first actual holiday episode for 88 miles per hour podcast um we have yet to have one so this is awesome uh we did try to do like a uh the halloween but it was more halloween themed this is literally flat out the thanksgiving episode you'll get it on thanksgiving day yeah if you don't listen on thanksgiving day it wouldn't matter because it's going to be labeled as thanksgiving so regardless of when you listen to it the title is going to say Thanksgiving. So, yeah, oh, awesome. Cool. But based on with the holidays, uh, you were, Renata, do you work on Thanksgiving? They should be closed, right? Because of the. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're definitely closed on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then, Senor Max, what do you, Thanksgiving, what's going on? You work? No. Nah. Well, I'm, I'm going to the cabin for the next couple of days. My in laws have a cabin out in the, in the woods. Yeah. Cabin in the woods. So, uh, What's interesting is there's no cell there's no cell service there's no or there is electricity there's no internet connection so it's just me and the great outdoors. <laughs> wow, well there you go. So that's the thing. My my Thanksgiving I actually have it off for the first time ever it, that I've been working where I've been working. So in over actually now 15 years because um, 14 years of those I I was. Um, I count one of the years uh, working because I was helping with the roof, me and my little brother. But And then every year afterwards, I've always worked. So this is my first year uh, free. So Thanksgiving is just uh, trying to go get a uh, Thanksgiving sale since there's no such thing as Black Friday anymore because everything's on Thanksgiving. Dude, I got a question. All right. Yeah. So your job, I mean, it's mostly like hamburgers and french fries. Who goes to Thanksgiving and eats all that stuff? Do See, they have like a special dinner or all right. what? This is exactly like oh, oh, it's cool that you bring this up because it, it makes a lot of sense. Like you, you guys are probably you've seen. I'm, I'm assuming whenever you guys go around certain restaurants, you'll see signs where it'll say "Open Thanksgiving Day," right? Right. And yes. growing up as a kid, I remember um, there's like a, a pizza place. I don't know if Renata, you have it over there or not, but it's called Little Caesars. And I remember, yeah, oh, okay, you guys, okay, cool. There is a sign there that says "Open on Thanksgiving." And I remember as a kid, I, t- I told my mom, I'm like, who comes on Thanksgiving? Who gets pizza on Thanksgiving? Like, uh, you know, and like, and then my mom was just trying to tell me like, oh, well, for, for one, it's like, there are some people who, who probably just won't choose to celebrate Thanksgiving, but there are a lot of people that can't afford to go get all the Thanksgiving food and all this and that, like buy everything. So they, you know, what they could afford. And I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, I just, I remember that, but as an adult, like, I would still see, like, open Thanksgiving. I always had that mentality, like, oh, okay, those are the people who are going to go. So my first year, this is, my first year being where I'm, I'm at uh, is when I got to learn about the holidays and how it is there. Because the first year, I was like, man, I have to work Thanksgiving. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to get cut. It's going to be so dead. No one's going to be here. 
I was so wrong, man. It was packed, and I would get mad because I would see families eating, and I'm, um, I, you know, I apologize to all the ladies right now listening to this. You know, Renata, you, you, you being the lady here, and anybody, any of you ladies listening, look, this was at the moment at that time I said this, and I, I just feel bad. But what I'm saying is that when I saw the families, I'm like looking at the wife, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, why don't you go home and make food for your family? Like, make Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner, like, in my oh head. My I'm like so mad, and I'm like, and then why I lo- do husbands make food for your wives and children? See, but then that's when it was like, I, I thought of two things right after that. I was just like, well, why is that guy even with that woman? She's not even gonna cook Thanksgiving dinner. And then I'm like, well, even me, I know, why don't, I would have made it. Why didn't that guy make the freaking food? so then i kind of attacked both of them in my head like dude like the poor kids like but but for some reason people like being out on the holidays renata you're a huge disney fan if you had the option to go to walt disney world on thanksgiving would you do it no really you wouldn't i i'll tell you why because the okay so my household is the holiday house every holiday is celebrated. Uh. My but house. if the whole family went? If the whole family went, I would say yes. But I don't know. Like, I kind of, I just, I just like enjoying the holidays in my house because it's just a certain, like, you just have so many memories that just go through your head and you're just like, oh my God, I remember that Thanksgiving. I remember that Christmas, yeah. you know. And, you know, it's just that comfort. Like, you just want to keep the same thing and, you know. And it's good because we don't have to go around looking for a parking space at other people's households or going to a restaurant and, you know, looking for a parking spot there and, you know, dressing up for it. I mean, we dress up too, but it's not like go to a restaurant, but yeah. But it's, I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's I I would never go. I would never go to Disneyland on Thanksgiving. It's the, it's the busiest day. Yeah. Disneyland is, I mean, Disneyland, Thanksgiving is the busiest day. Uh, I, I don't know about Walt Disney World, Florida, but here in California, it is. It, it's it's the biggest thing. Yeah. Also, um, from Thanksgiving to Christmas, and I and I believe the day after Christmas are just packed in Disney World. Um, we just know just from being there in the summertime and talking to the locals and just people who are part of the hotels, they tell you they're like, "Oh yeah, you." I mean, it's nice to go on the holidays, but it's super packed. Mm. Even though it's super packed in the summertime, but it's, you know. It's the holidays. Yeah, I mean, I and, th- and it just made me, it always makes me mad because you, you would figure, like, dude, like, why are there people here? Like, it's Thanksgiving, go home. Or, like, it makes me mad, but but people want to be out. They're, they're out. They have the week oh, off. Usually. Yeah, home. seriously. That was just like that, you know? I was happy Gilmore, like, Go home. Like, I was so upset. Are you too good to go to your home? <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh, go make a turkey. Like, I would be mad because I'm like, why are you eating our burgers here? Like, go home and make a turkey, you know? That, that's what I feel like with the people in the camp out in front of Best Buy. I'm like, don't you guys have families? Like, what are you doing? Like, it's it's Tuesday. I and see. camping out for Friday. I just passed I, by a Best Buy. I, I don't actually need to do that. You need to scream outside the window, just roll the window down, and sit outside the the, the Best Buy. And be like, "It's a Tuesday. What are you doing out there?" You <laughs> and it's film so it. Stupid, because like they save what four hundred, five hundred dollars. I'm like, you can go find an odd job, go sell your liver, kidney, something. You can make that five hundred dollars. <laughs> like, what? Why? Why? It's it's torture. You don't have a shower. You, you look like hell. Like, no, dude. 
But it makes me so angry. This is the one thing I really questioned about um, this whole Black Friday lining up. Because they've been doing it for years. It's the past two years, actually, that they've... Because last year, they opened up on Thanksgiving. Last year, I think, was the first year they did. 10 o'clock. Yeah. And then this year, it's 5 o'clock, most of the stores. And 8. But here's the thing. What I've been questioning, because people go, I think, honestly... They're they're not doing it fair. They'll go set up their tent, and then they leave. I don't think they spend the whole time there, and they'll probably go like for a little while. But I honestly believe they just set up their tent. What happened right now? It's like it's like going to a pool and laying your towels down on the chairs just to reserve the spot when you need it. Like you're not going to sit there the whole time. You're going to be in the goddamn pool, or a matter of fact, the pool bar. Yeah. (laughs) A pool bar. Funny Black Friday story. This is awesome. So a couple years ago. Uh, I think this was, like, the first year I was married. Well, I was with, like, my in-laws and stuff, and we are just hanging out. And it was, like, I think, like, 10, 30, 11 o'clock or something. And we're like, oh, what are we going to do? We're like, hey, all those Black Friday sales are going. Let's just go and check it out. Like, you know, we heard people die and stuff. Let's see how crazy <laughs> it is. So we go down there, and we go to we go to Walmart, right? Oh, and out of all places. freaking insane. So everybody, like, just – this position at this particular time they had like all these dvds and tvs and they were like wrapped right yeah and they just people just like position themselves like they're playing basketball and they're just waiting for midnight so literally the people unveil it and then it is a mad rush and everyone's pushing each other it's like a freaking mosh pit wow at, like a corn concert or something they're just pushing each other and then like i just saw one guy he was just grabbing stuff he didn't even know what it was and he was <laughs> at it and then it were like barbies and he was just throwing them in the crowd the ones he didn't want and the entire time like me and my family are wa- watching in just awe and it was like this is the greatest moment of my life this is <laughs> awesome <laughs> all you're missing is like like in this, I don't know if you saw South Park, but the the Black Friday episode where like yeah. it was like if anyone thinks like it's a big lady where she's on TV, she's like if anyone thinks they can come between me and my kids from getting their Christmas presents, they can kiss my big fat vagina because I'm bringing the motherfucking pain. <laughs> like and then everyone's just throw killing each other and it, people are dying, policemen are dying, and by the end of the episode, it's just the South Park kids going through the mall and it has the uh the 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 peanuts music christmas peanuts music going on as they're walking and (laughs) with a straight face and there's blood (laughs) 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 oh my god i crack up that episode every time all right well before we get into our movie because we're almost at that point that's the thing ladies and gentlemen this is our thanksgiving episode and our movie that we picked is i i picked it for a specific reason because when it comes to holiday movies uh holidays are always like there's the main holidays that tend to get featured in movies christmas being the number one you also see you know new year's out there where they're celebrating new year's eve i mean fourth of july is you know another one one of the most famous uh fourth of july scenes has to be the night scene from the sandlot when they're out and this is the only time of year where they could do a night game because all the fireworks in the sky and stuff um you know, like a lot of, you know, Valentine's Day has another one. Halloween, obviously. Yet there's one holiday that's a major holiday that doesn't get a lot of play in film. And it's Thanksgiving, obviously. And I was like, you know, yeah, we got that Thanksgiving, the, the, the about the killer turkey, if you guys have never seen that. <laughs> Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Yeah, see, and then you do have the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving movie. Um, but other than that, like in, 
like you don't have big mainstream movies and that's why I was like there's one movie from the 80s that I can honestly say is the only Thanksgiving movie and the movie that we are doing today perfect setup is John Hughes's Planes, Trains, and Automobiles from 1987. And yes, it was both written and directed by John Hughes. This is honestly one of my favorite films from the John Hughes catalog. You know, um, uh, I mean, this is one that doesn't really get a lot of play. Like when you think about it too, when you hear John Hughes, you always think of the teen comedies. You always, that's the first thing that pops in your head. You think of John Hughes and right away... You're like Renata. Oh, boom. You know, you're like freaking 16 Candles. Oh, Breakfast Club. You know, those are the ones that pop in your head and stuff like that. Yet, for some reason, this is like you got two comedy greats, John Candy and Steve Martin. And it, 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 it it's just one of those films that like where he he tend to he, 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 he tend to I can't uh, he would do where stuff just goes wrong. Kind of like Home Alone in that fashion where, you know, like. He does things, traps and all. It just keeps going bad and bad and bad for for the burglars and stuff like. And it's kind of like this. It's a it's a it's a road movie. You, that's the best way you could put it. Kind of like Vacation in the same style, where things just kept going wrong and wrong and wrong. And this movie, these two characters, you got the straight man played by Steve Martin, and then you got obviously the silly fat guy played by John Candy. And it, it's it's just an all around great movie, great holiday movie. But to get to my original point, it's the one thanksgiving movie because the point of the whole story is is steve martin is he's in a board meeting he's in his office and he has to get home to be with his family on thanksgiving day he come he comes across john candy from the very beginning because he steals his taxi and the whole time things are just going wrong and hence the title pain planes trains and automobiles because in that fashion things happen tries to get on a plane doesn't work out for him he goes on a train doesn't work out for him then he had the final, the car, it just, things go haywire throughout the movie, all because he just wants to get home to his family on Thanksgiving. So, yeah, that, that, I mean, I'll say more, but I, I gotta let you guys talk. <laughs> Actually, last night, I watched it for the very first time. Really? Alright, let's 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 see yeah. what your thoughts are. Yeah. So, like, it was one of those movies that I've always wanted to watch. Yeah. You know, oh, I get to that, but I just never got to it. Like, uh-huh. it was even on Netflix, I think, streaming. And I was like, oh, I'll watch that eventually. Yeah. Never got to it. Mm. So, I watched it last night. And, you know, I was happy because I really didn't know much about it. And I'm glad because I was just kind of just watching it. And um, I really liked it. I really liked it. And it was, you know, it was pretty typical, I guess, the kind of comedy and stuff and um i have like a few favorite scenes but then the end we'll we'll probably get to the end but the ending just like pulls on your heart yeah i think my wife started like tearing up i was like for real oh so you didn't watch it alone you watched it no i watched it with my wife oh nice who didn't want to watch it at the time really oh she's like i don't want to watch this i've seen this movie over and over and then she started like cracking up and i was like see (laughs) see see it's getting to you so yeah, it was actually uh, Plane, Trains, and Automobiles was one of the movies that I just I, I like. Not that I wasn't a big fan of it. It's just like like Max said, like it was one of those movies that like you knew it was there and you will eventually see it. No, no, I, no, I I've seen it before. Um, it it's not one of my favorites, I guess, because it's just I don't know. I guess like when I see a movie over and over again, I tend to like it more. And then I end up buying it on DVD or just some type of, like, you know, thing to watch it on. 
But it was never one of those movies that my dad was like, oh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles was on. Or, or like, you know, if I, watch, if I see it on TV, I see it once in a blue moon. But it really does. When you watch it, it's one of those movies, like Max said, at the end, it just makes you want to cry like a baby and makes you want to do something good, especially on Thanksgiving. And then it makes you think, like, you know, there really is much to be thankful for, you know, and doing something nice for somebody else makes you feel good inside, even though nobody's holidays and nobody's families end up being perfect, you know? That's what it pretty much all comes down to. But, yes, um, it is a, is a, it, it is a good movie. It just um, – you just don't see it on TV. Like, you, yeah. you realize that? You don't see it. Yeah, see, and, and you, you, you would think they would air it during this time because, like I said, it is a Thanksgiving holiday movie, yet they don't play it during this time. And But when everything else is like holidays, boom, especially coming up in Christmas, we're going to see – like, we just focus on the 80s ones. You're going to see The Greats. You're going to see, for sure, Scrooge. Christmas Vacation. You know, mm-hmm. even freaking um, the... Uh, Christ, I can't even... Th- oh, Gremlins. Is, it, I always see it, too. Uh, Die Hard. That's considered a great Christmas movie. You see all these movies from the 80s, and, you know, Christmas gets a lot of play, but yet when it comes to Thanksgiving, they don't show this. And it's not a bad movie. It honestly isn't. And, you, and, and this movie... Is Steve Martin's favorite movie uh, 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 of all his like catalog? He loves this movie, and that's huh? Yeah. So that's interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, you know, and and I and I love like John Candy, and you know what's cool? All right, let, um, I was uh I was thinking about like the character John Candy because th- when you when we meet John Candy, he's on the road, and he just he at first he kind of keeps like getting you know like running into you know steve martin's character every now and again uh neil page that's his character neil page he keeps running into him and and every now and again he's like all right like he you know and then at at that point they just stick together he's like hey you know get the car because because neil right he he, they get robbed and they someone steals his money so at that point they just stick together and he's using his like connections through hotels and all this and that (laughs) and and um the the one thing about uh candy's characters like well you know um i mean yeah i mean these movies are also we're obviously gonna spoil it but you find out that he's just he's out on the road he's traveling and he doesn't have anywhere to go and and like i i i started thinking about it i'm like all right in home alone 2 when the mom is trying to get i mean home alone 1 when the mom is trying to get home she comes across a man traveling around that's played by John Candy. I don't remember if he gave his name in the movie. I think he did. And he's out with a band. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder if that's his character from Plane, Trains, and Automobile. You know, he changed his oh, name. The folk, the folk? Yeah, you know, he's like, the now folk, he's just... Band. Yeah, he just travels with the polka band, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you think about that, too. But you know what? John Candy always plays that big, like, obno- like not obnoxious... I mean, yeah, kind of obnoxious, but, like, everything just seems, he's a mess. Like, you know, like, he's, he's, like, he's not, like, the, the steady, like, rich, you know, pretty, you know, I, I don't know, like, chilled out normal guy. Yeah. Like, in, in Uncle Buck, he's the uncle that just takes no responsibility, and he's, like, he's just a mess, you know? Just yeah. by his closet when he opens it up and everything falls down, you know? <laughs> Um, like you said, Plane, Trains, and Automobiles, um, Home Alone. And I just figured, is there, like, other movies that John Candy was on? I can't think about it. Um, I mean, 
Well, okay. are you talking about like John Hughes related uh, movies or just in general? Just in general. Well, I mean, with John Hughes, of course, he played the the Tom Hanks's buddy in Splash. That was one that, <laughs> uh, and at that time, that's when he decided he got passed. On. Well, he didn't pass on, but he didn't understand the script to Ghostbusters. Um, so that's when Ivan Reitman was like, um, he, he's like, yeah, he didn't freaking understand the script to Ghostbusters. So he <laughs> passed on it and then Rick Moranis got it. So he went off and did Splash. So he had that. Oh, he also had Brewster's Mill. Uh huh. Yeah, Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Uh, what was another movie with Dan Aykroyd? With- they were in that like weird house and like he was supposedly like the nephew and he was like uh, sheriff of the town. Like it was a weird movie. Yeah, nothing but trouble. Nothing was trouble. Yeah, he also did summer summer rental. Eh, summer rental. That's uh, one of those movies where he's like, it, it's like a vacation movie again, but everything goes wrong. I, I saw that in the theater. Uh, the great Bruce, outdoors. Yeah, great outdoors. Yeah. Brewster's Millions. Uh, I mean, there's a lot. He was in a Little Shop of Horrors. Um, oh yeah, she's having a baby, but he it was more like at it was a he was playing his character from the Great Outdoors at the very oh he did the voice of the horse in Hot to Trot. Do you remember that movie with Gil? Yeah. Uh, no, Bobcat Goldthwait. He plays mm-hmm. a jockey, and his horse talks, and it's played by John Candy. In which that film was originally offered to Tim Burton. Tim Burton was offered that movie to direct, mm-hmm. Hot to Trot, and he passed on it. He's like, I'm not going to do this. Um, doesn't, he make, doesn't he make a cameo in the Blues Brothers or something? Uh, oh, he, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember. Uh, he was also in Sesame Street presents Follow That Bird. Remember the one where where uh, freaking. Sesame Street did two movies, and that was one. Follow that bird. I cried when oh. when when they painted him blue and they had him in the cage. I used to always cry at that part. And I, just said, when I was little. I say, turn it off, turn it off. And like, <laughs> I could never finish it. But yeah. seriously, when I, when I was younger, that was my movie. I have it on VHS. That was my movie. That's all I watched was Follow That Bird. Oh, really? Yes, <laughs> dude. You know, I gotta say, one of my favorite scenes about um, it, 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 it's similar. To follow that bird, but it's in the Muppet movie. It's when when Kermit and Fozzie Bear are in the car. You know, um, I forgot how the song goes. I, I I seriously, I'm playing it in my head, but I can't get the lyrics out to to. But when they they come across a hitchhiker, not a hitchhiker, someone on the road, like, hey, you need a lift, and it's Big Bird, and he's walking with his suitcase, right, 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 and he's like, no, I'm go, I'm going to 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 New York to start like a children. Like so, I can't remember exactly what he says for it's not popping in my head what he says. But I was just like, oh, that's a cool little reference because it's referencing freaking Sesame Street, you know, because that's where he's going, and and it, it's just cool. I like that they had that little cool reference in there. But yeah, right. follow that bird. Hey, Fuzzy, look up ahead. What is that? Maybe we should give him a ride. I don't know. He's pretty big. Hey there, wanna lift? Oh no, thanks. I'm on my way to New York City to try to break into public television. Ah. Good luck. Moving right along with two leaf birds of a feather. Is that the one, is that the one, Renata? I can't because I know there's another one. That's the one where he's a do- he does he he doesn't know who his parents are, right? And isn't yeah. he adopted by dodo birds? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He, that's why he goes and and searches for it. Yeah. But like that one song, like Easy Going. Like I just remember that song from that movie was like Easy Going. Yeah. We laugh our carols away. Oh my god! I remember like the whole thing. <laughs> I cry 
I, I, I cried that movie. Oh, you, you and it. your little gap teeth, huh? All crying. That's cute. <laughs> that you, what happened? You had like little gap teeth when you were a little kid. Braces. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was cute. Uh, like because uh, when you posted the pic, hey, you posted it, not me. So, yeah, but you were the one that was like, "Oh, your bald teeth." Like, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I was like, "Oh, you had a gap tooth, like gap teeth, like that was all <laughs> huge gap." Do I have a picture of my teeth? <laughs> I don't know. Well, but yeah, you, you here's a that's close to it. You can see it. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I had it right there. <laughs> all right, cool. So, uh, <laughs> all right, back to planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, it is, aside from it being a great comedy, yeah, like Max says, there are moments that they pull, they tug on your uh, heartstrings. Um, I would have to say, uh, there's a lot of comedy moments. What it, What has to be your favorite scene because there's one scene to this day i think it's just great it's classic and i mean it, it still makes me laugh and i was like damn i'm like like it's it's at the level of of a certain scenes on movies of today that were like oh that scene was just hilarious and i love that and there's a scene in there for me that always makes me laugh and when i bring it up and people who have seen it they're like oh that's like the best scene in the whole movie but what what, what was something in the movie for you guys that you just loved yeah, Max. I'm probably gonna take your scene, dude. All right, I'll take your scene too. <laughs> so, okay, so when I was watching it, I was I saw it, I was like rated R, and it's like halfway through the the movie, I was like, well, I don't know how much rated R material this is <laughs> until Steve Martin's character. So basically, he gets screwed over, and uh, he's trying to get home, and he's stranded, and then this rental car company gives him. <laughs> these keys to this one car and he has to pick it up in a lot in an airport and the car isn't there. So he has to walk like three miles or something and he gets to like this, uh, guest services and he just goes off on her and he like every other words, the, the F word. And I was like, Oh, so this is where the rated R comes in. Okay. <laughs> and he just, he just, it was just like raw emotion and just raw. Like it's everything you'd want to say in that situation. Mm. He's like, I just want the effing keys to the effing car. And then he just goes off on her. And I was just cracking up the whole time. And I was like, welcome to marathon. May I help you? Yes. You can start by wiping that fucking dumbass smile off your rosy fucking cheeks. Then you can give me a fucking automobile, a fucking Datsun, a fucking Toyota, a fucking Mustang, a fucking Buick, four fucking wheels and a seat. I really don't care for the way you're speaking to me. And I really don't care for the way your company left me in the middle of fucking nowhere with fucking keys to a fucking car that isn't fucking there. And I really didn't care to fucking walk down a fucking highway and across a fucking runway to get back here to have you smile in my fucking face. I want a fucking car right fucking now. May I see your rental agreement? I threw it away. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, what? You're fucked. Yes, that's exactly how you would feel. Exactly. I don't know if most people would do that, 
But yeah. actually, I was like, <laughs> I was in reading Philadelphia, it. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was reading it, and actually, that one scene was one of the reasons why Steve Martin wanted to do this. Uh, yeah movie it was like he read that and he was like yeah i'm on board but <laughs> i was just i was dying and then just the response that she that that the lady had was good too yeah <laughs> what about fun. you renata um that was actually one of my scenes that i love um i do love the classic scene because i just i just it's funny like you know as much of a corny thing it is it's just funny, like them both sleeping in the same bed, them feeling each other up, and they they think that like, then <laughs> like they and but the screams and their facial expressions just say it all. It's not like a quick and you thought all oh, that was totally played off. They legit like it was like a regular guy situation. Like if a guy, <laughs> like a guy were like right there and they're like oh oh my god oh and they're like rubbing themselves like they're like trying to like get whatever germs that the other guy had <laughs> and it lasted for a good while that's why i love that scene because it was so pure like it just showed yeah. every guy expression like no guy wants to get felt up by another guy especially in the same <laughs> see and I'm- i just i love that scene as much of a corny scene it was to put in what that I- movie what I love about that scene after is like the first thing they say is, uh, "So did you catch the the, the Bears game last yeah, week?" Yeah, yeah. And that's football. And that's the scene I'm talking about. Actually, the one Renata said that that has to be my favorite scene because it, it's the one line. Like he's like, because they're 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 basically cuddling, they're caressing, they're spooning, and he starts like kissing his ear, and then he's like. Like he's holding his hand. He's like, "Why are you kissing me?" He's like, "He's like, he's like, why are you, why are you holding me?" And then that's when he goes, "Where's your other hand between two pillows?" And then he's like, "Those aren't pillows." Ah! And, that, <laughs> and that's what's funny. Oh. Oh. Why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. See that Bears game last week? Yeah, hell of a game, hell of a game. Bears got a great team this year. They're gonna go all the way. Oh, yeah. And that makes me laugh all the time. And that I think the, the what adds to that, like Renata, you were saying, is that realizing that the whole like you know for them like the machismo like you know it's like oh your hand was just between my butt cheeks like <laughs> the the way to like make you manly again was like oh so did you see that Bears game yeah Whew, good game yeah all right and they're like doing stupid flexing kind of like like yeah. yeah I'm a man you know and ah uh, it's so freaking hilarious but then it adds even more to it was when he goes to the bathroom and he's like disgusted. And he's like, oh, and he's all wetting his face. And he's like, hey, just letting you know, I left my laundry. And he's like, underwear. And he's like, oh, God, he just wiped his chonies. Oh, dude, it was just nasty. And that's why, like, this movie just is filled with moments of that, you know. It's a it's a great holiday movie. It's an it's an it's an awesome movie um, in general. Um, You know what, though? I was like watching it and I know like John Candy is supposed to be like. 
I don't know, kind of villainized in the beginning or whatever. Like, yeah. he's supposed to be a big... I was like, but this guy's cool. Like, who would want, want to be friends with him? He's optimistic. He's nice. You know, he's just a little rough around the edges, I guess. But I was like, I, I'd want to give John Candy a big hug and just be like, it's it's okay. You can spoon with me in the yeah. bed. Like, it's, you're, you're nice. Let's be friends. But it was, <laughs> it was the odd couple part of it. You know, that's why they... To them, it was like, you're mixing this this straight-laced businessman from the city with, you know, the John Candy character that's more of the nose-the-rounds, the way, you know, he's street smart, all this and that. So when you mix the two together, obviously it's like, all right, this guy's just annoying. And he did cause him to kind of have certain things to go wrong, <laughs> you know, because at one point crashes the, the car through the freaking... You know the um, the the house, and then he falls asleep at the wheel, and they they travel like the wrong way on the road, and and the- that could have happened to anybody. <laughs> I mean, that's true, and I love when he wakes up and they're try they're driving between the two trucks. Okay, here's my fu moment in in, in movies. All right, this is what bothers me in fu in, in movies. I can't stand it. Okay, look, it's night, so there's lights, the headlights, and. The, they're, they're driving the opposite way. And you always see this in movies. I mean, I could think of one right now that's an 80s movie. And, and it's Footloose. Now, there's a scene like, in, for instance, like in Footloose. There, 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 there's a scene where, where the girl, she's like playing chicken. And she, go, she goes from one car to the other one. And she's standing like on, on both cars. I don't know if you remember this scene, Renata. Because mm-hmm. you, yes, you, you, you've probably recently seen it. So she's standing there, right? And they're like, come on, get down, get down. And from afar, they see a big old truck, a big old four-wheeler truck coming their way. And the trunk is just honking. It's like, if I'm driving and I see two cars and there's someone, I'm going to slow down or get out. Exactly. And they don't do that in movies. And in (laughs) in that scene, he's driving the wrong way. And it's a clear, like, road where it's nighttime. There's these two trucks. And they don't even get out of the way. They don't break nothing. They just keep going straight. And even when they drove through and they're like, they freak out. Even then, the trucks keep driving. If if it me, it's like someone just scratched up my load. I'm going to have to pull over and figure out what happened. And nothing. Though it's a funny scene. It's a great scene. Because when he turns to him, he sees John Candy like a devil laughing. Like, he's doing this on purpose. And yeah. <laughs> I love that scene. And then, oh, wait. do they, Yeah, they turn into skeletons, too. Because they're like, ah! you know yeah. and that's cool because they had that little like that one moment of like where this movie jumped the gun where it was like everything is all kind of trying to be like a serious movie though there's stuff that happens but it's still that's that one moment where they just jumped the line where it's like all right this is like you know skeletons but like yeah it's like the trucks to continue on their path in the same way like at no point they're like oh there's a car like we should probably move like let's get out of the way i don't know that just seems just kind of upsets me but and all like the car they go through it they they end up crashing the car it catches on fire like all in all i mean again this movie is a freaking great movie um i don't know if there's anything else uh you guys want to add about this movie i mean well because i mean we're just talking it up but freaking this i mean i guess like i said uh awesome cameo with kevin bacon in the beginning of the movie <laughs> <laughs> you know it just pops up real quick uh, that's what they should have had yeah running down that would have been awesome so yeah so uh i guess final thoughts on this movie uh let's see renata you go first final thoughts um i like it i'm not gonna watch it on thanksgiving (laughs) (laughs) i'm probably gonna watch the peanuts oh my god i love that 
show. But like getting back, um, it is a great, it is a great movie. It makes me laugh. It's um, yeah. But you just, I never see it. I don't have it on DVD. But did yeah. you watch it with your dad? Like, what did your dad think about this movie? If he if he watched it with him or if you've seen it, he, does he know uh, about this movie? Yeah. Oh, this could be my dad coming up the steps now. No, it's my mother. Uh-huh. Mom? Yeah. How do you feel about planes, trains, and automobiles? I never saw it. <laughs> never saw it. Nah, I don't like that movie. What? <laughs> oh, she doesn't like it? Why? Pop Tarts? Did she say yeah, Pop Tarts? Yeah. Yeah, no. You see, I don't like that movie. Well, why? I don't know. It just never appealed to me. Oh, but it's Steve Martin, John Candy. It's so great. Yeah, but I like them in their other movies. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, what's your favorite uh, John Candy movie? If you could think of one. Uncle Buck. Uncle, Uncle Buck. Buck, right on. What about Steve Martin? Uh, Roxanne. Uh, I, I, for some reason, I had a feeling you were going to say Roxanne because I was thinking that in my head. and I was like, oh, Roxanne. Roxanne's a good movie. Yeah, Roxanne is great. All right, cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's my thoughts. <laughs> oh, man, I was going to tell her Happy Thanksgiving, but it's all right. I'll tell her. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, what about you, Max? Any final thoughts? Well, I thought I thought it was done really well uh-huh. towards the end because there's like this total... I, it's almost like a twist in the movie where yeah. you find out that John Candy's actually been alone for the last eight years. Spoilers. But if you haven't seen this movie, I mean, it came out in 1987, so yeah. it's yeah. on you if you haven't seen this movie. You should have watched it. <laughs> So, uh, now you're so like, like find out that his his wife has been dead for you know eight years and he's just been traveling alone and he says he's pretty much homeless. So you it, and, and on a scene like that, you have to build up the entire story mm-hmm. or else it would just be like who cares. And the fact that it is pretty emotional, it it's like well done, John Hughes. Well done. Yeah. You know? So it was just like, you know, it, it made this movie to me even better because it, it brought it back to like a humanistic type of uh, emotions. And it's like getting back to like, you know, there's people out there who don't have friends and who are, are pretty alone. So be thankful for the family that you have and bring those people into your family. Yeah. And I think that's honestly what they were going for. And I like that you said that, Max, because I believe with this movie, that's what they were trying to do. Because it's like, no matter what, like, you know, it's like, oh, you might find this person annoying or whatever. You don't know their home life. You don't know. And it's like, be friendly. Just invite them over. And it's kind of like what happens because at first, when he's finally like, they, they finally part ways. He's like, this is my final, my, my final subway. Um, I'm going to take off. He's going to go. Or was it a train? I think it was a sub. And he's going to, he, yeah, it's a subway. He's going to take off. And as he's sitting there, he's starting to reminisce of his whole journey. And at first, he's like, oh, man, like, I can't believe it. But then little by little, he starts to laugh about everything. And he's remembering. But then he starts to remember (laughs) things that he said that just doesn't make sense. It's almost like a Saw movie. You know, in the end of Saw, where they start piecing everything that, like, you know, like, piecing it all together that gives you the answer, like the big twist. It's kind of what they did. And that's when he goes back and he sees him sitting there. And he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, why? No, what are you doing here? Because that's when he asked him, like, I thought you were trying to go home to your wife. And then that's when, because the whole time it's revealed that, I mean, he talks to about his wife, this and that. And you think he's just, he's a a salesman. He wants to go home to his wife. And, and, and you find out that his wife has been dead this whole time. And he just travels around. Yeah, he's homeless and he doesn't have his wife that she passed away. 
And, and yeah, like he had, like in this trunk, it's, it's very much, I thought they were, I remember watching this. I haven't seen it in years. I thought, I'm like, wait, do they reveal what's in the trunk? You know, and most people could say like, oh, it's, it's, it's the body of his wife. Yeah. You know, but no, it's just, you know, it's just the, it's just typical stuff. Like nothing special. It's just, I know he has a picture of his wife in a pillow and whatnot, but it all in all, it's a, it's a, yeah, it does tug on the heart. And at the end, it's cool because it ends. He finally gets home after all this time. All the kids are there, you know, his wife. They do, like, a cool dreamy little sequence at the end where his wife comes down that she's, like, all beautiful. And, and he's, like, introduced to the kid. You know, this is Dale. And he says hi. And it's it's really cool. It's, like, it's a great movie that just to build up all this, like, shenanigans and outrageous moments just to end, like, in a nice moment with Thanksgiving. So, you yeah. know what's, fu- what's funny is <laughs> during the subway when Steve Martin's going home and he's, like, thinking about his family and stuff. And, uh, um, feedback. Um, he, what, what's funny is like, he's thinking of his family, he's thinking of his kids, and then John Candy, uh, is spooning with him. And that's what kind of ruins that kind of dream sequence and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was all laughing with your stupid, uh, feedback. I was like, damn it, I hear two Maxes. I know, I, I couldn't even think. <laughs> I know. Too <laughs> voices in my head. <laughs> awesome alright well there you have it ladies and gentlemen honestly I know we we spoiled the big twist if you haven't seen the movie but still there's so much stuff that goes on in this movie that we really it's still like you could still watch it and still check it out um, like we said uh, you know um, if we if we give the the the, the ratings or opinions of, of you know Renata's parents who have been guests on our show in the past yeah, it's, they, they're not fans <laughs> you know, so check out Uncle Buck or Roxanne. But I mean, it is. It's a great movie. We all liked it. Um, don't watch it on Thanksgiving, like Renata said. Um, don't watch it. Watch the Peanuts. Yeah, watch Peanuts. Even though Peanuts was from what was it, seventy something, seventy something, right? Late early seventies. Yeah, yeah. Um, or watch. Uh, I don't know if they still do this because I always used to work Thanksgiving and Black Friday. This is my first year I have both off. But I remember they used to. Uh, I used to watch marathons of um adam's family on uh, back when they always used to show the classic adam's family marathon on tv what do they still do marathons and thanksgiving do they do that or no well not on thanksgiving the only marathon that i know of that's like constant is on new year's they have like three stooges they show all three stooges on new year's day yeah but that's but- new year's though i'm just saying like i was explaining the only marathon that i do know. oh that's the okay but the one thing I, I do watch on Thanksgiving, which is a tradition, is Christmas Vacation. Awesome. Oh, wait, on Thanksgiving? Yeah, it's a tradition. Oh, Every- why, did, why did you bring that up? Tell us about this freaking tradition, that why you choose to watch it on Thanksgiving. I don't know. It just, like, it, it, like everyone was just so in the mood one year. And I'm talking, like, this is, like, eight years ago. We were all in the mood just to watch Christmas Vacation because we were reciting lines upon lines. And we're like, why don't we just turn on the DVD? You know, after Thanksgiving, it's considered Christmas time anyway. Even the month is not done yet. So they were like, oh, yeah, let's do it. And then it just became a tradition. And everyone used to get so excited. They used to sit all in front of the TV. Yeah. Couches used to be filled, the floor. And it's just a tradition. Hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, when you do that uh, this Thanksgiving, take a cool picture of it. And post it on our on our on our uh, thing. I, I'm I'm gonna wor- work on an image for Thanksgiving. Oh, I, I should 
say this after once we're done recording. But yeah, you should. Uh, yeah, post post do post that for the fans because fans, I think they would like to see that your awesome Thanksgiving. Everybody, post something Thanksgiving. We'll we'll be posting it out to, to all you fans. So, uh, yeah. So hopefully, um, you know, like I, like I said, you guys enjoyed this uh this movie. It's um, uh, or watch it. But yeah, so. Before we go, obviously, I always do song of the week, and uh, I guess the best song I would do because it's uh, just how everything bad just happened, you know, with Neil just trying to go home. All he wanted to do was go home, and it's kind of actually how um, John Hughes got the idea for the story because all he was trying to do was go home because that's why a lot of his movies are based in Chicago. He was just trying to go home from one location to another, but then his plane got... uh, uh, um, not derailed, I'm not delayed, uh, where, where they send you somewhere else. Um, and it took him five days to get home. So it's how he got the idea. So it's just kind of like, all right, it's like this happens to people traveling. Sometimes they just want to go and it's like, nope, your plane is being diverted. Oh, there you go, diverted to another location and it's going to take you even longer to get home. And that's how he got the idea for this movie. So it's kind of cool. So this week's uh, where I'm going is from 1983. Oingo Boingo's song, Nothing Bad Ever Happens to Me. Nice. Uh, that's the song. I love this song. If you listen to the lyrics, it's literally that. And it's just, it's, it's kind of cool. It's, it's, it's just a serious 180 from the film where it's like everything bad is happening in this movie. And then I'm giving you a song where nothing bad ever happens to me. And it's, it's, it's just fun. I, I, I tend to use Oingo Boingo a lot, but I, I mean, I love them. Great 80s band. And that's why. So this week's, uh, yeah, I'll, I'm giving you guys, uh, nothing bad ever happens to me. Um, a great classic. So yeah, so there we have it, ladies and gentlemen, uh, everybody, uh, each of you give a cool little, since this is our Thanksgiving episode, our first holiday, true episode, give, uh, something to the, to the fans say, I don't know. I'm, well, I guess it's a big thank you, right? <laughs> a big thank oh, you. Thank you. Okay, See, that's a big you... thank you. Like that's Thanks, what it is. Guys, yeah. uh, hope your Thanksgivings are well, good. <laughs> in in order to have a good Thanksgiving, you well, have to you have to listen to the Thanksgiving song by Adam Sandler. Oh, I, I don't even. You you have to. You've never heard of it, Sanch? I just haven't heard it in years, so I forgot it. Thanksgiving is a special time. It's, I love Adam Sandler. <laughs> well, there you go. That's Max's message for you, Renata's. And, oh, I'm getting feedback, so let me pull that away. I guess that's our episode for today. So uh, after, you know, traveling through planes, through trains, and then finally entering an automobile that is our DeLorean, we're all going to go and travel back to the future. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.